<laughs> what is up, guys? Hey, uh, for everybody that's watched a little bit, um, you see I'm back inside the house. I I'm literally about to, uh, I think, hand dig a trench so I can run direct uh, internet to the shop. It has frustrated me for the last time. Uh, I have a great guest, and it looks like an extra guest uh, in the back room here waiting. We're going to talk. We're staying on the Rocky Mountain Race Week you know, whole setup. Um, and with that, I want folks that have done race week, multiple race weeks really, and have some great stories. And I know this dude does. If you don't follow family man racing, there's something wrong with you. I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to write it out here in the comments. Uh, I know he has a YouTube channel and, uh, I don't know what he is on Instagram, but I think he's got an Instagram there too. Let's get into it. Uh, Mr. Eric Englert. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Can you hear us good? Yep. Yep. You are good to go there. And your son, uh, Micah. Micah. There you go. Awesome. All right. So the cool thing about this is um, I'm having Carrie Watson on in a couple weeks. Perfect. And, you know, her daughter went with her. There we go. There we get everybody in better. Um, and so Micah's been on at least one, but I think two race weeks with you. Three now. No, three. Yeah. Dang. Not 2.0, first year, second year, and this year. Oh, yeah. He's three. That's awesome. So you're like a vet, dude. You've been on three times as many as I have. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, I sent some questions over the other day, and really kind of the, the reason we're doing this is I want to have, uh, I don't know, I want to hear the cool stories that you guys have, have done the roadside repairs, the late night hotel parking lot fixes, and then uh, definitely go through all of the, the road food and all that kind of stuff. So let's uh, let's get cracking. So what was, uh, Eric, what was the first year for you to do uh, race week? Uh, it would have been 2019. So I think I had basically just started finishing the LS swap. Um, that would have probably been, yeah, so I finished that in 2018 and worked out the bugs and then 2019, uh, decided to do Rocky mountain. Nice. So had you done drag week stuff before drag and drive events? <clears throat> no. So, um, previously I had an all wheel drive auto in the car and with the weight that I was carrying, I did a lot of street driving, um, and then some drag racing, but it's just the, the reliability wasn't there if you're really going to crank on it for, for me, even though I had like good parts in it, but it, it would always be something and I'd be pulling the trans out. So what drove me to the LS in the first place, which I know we'll get into, but is I wanted a power glide in the car. And so I wanted something simple, reliable, anybody could fix. Um, and so I got a power glide in the car and then I had, I, of course, I followed all like the drag week coverage and, mm -hmm. and everything. And so I was really uh, looking into drag week. And that's one of the reasons I, I was thinking, hey, power glide, now I can do something like that. Um, and, you know, the, the drag week, really big event. Um, and then I yeah. heard about uh, Rocky Mountain. I can't even remember where I first heard about it, if it was Facebook or YouTube or whatever. Uh, and I was like, holy crap, this is perfect. Not only did I, do I get to go race my car, but I get to drive it through the Rockies. I'm like, yes, I'm in. Yep. That's awesome. All right. So, so Micah, when, when was the first one for you? My 
first one I went to was 2019. I rode along with him, but the first one I've driven a car was this year. Oh, you rode week this year, didn't you? Yeah. Nice. You and you... He had to put that in right away in his first answer. Like, <laughs> I did road week. <laughs> yes, that is cool. And But you did, like, it wasn't in something not cool. It's in a 3000 GT2, right? Yeah. Yep. Is it 4G swapped? I, I can't remember on it. Yeah, it's 4G. Nice. So I'm sure you two guys cruising around draw some attention. Well, um, he cruised around. I broke my car the first day. So oh. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he got some attention. So he was cruising around with the mid America customs guys, Mac TV and, and then Anthony with, the uh, the rusted, uh, S 10. So, yeah, he was cruising around the race cars, and I was in my my tote uh, rig. Uh, so now, now, Dad, why didn't you just jump in with him? Well, because he he had this plan. He was more excited about this than than me this year. I was uh, I was scrambling to get my car together and couldn't get parts, and you know the story with the supply chain this year. So, um, so I was you know really scrambling to get a a car that I thought would work and. Uh, but part of the reason I wanted to is because he was super excited. He brought a buddy with him, and we live in Indiana. They drove his car uh, from Indiana to Kansas to start, and then he did all of Road Week and then drove it back, no issues. Um, and then That's... Our, my youngest boy, uh, Marcus, rode, well, intended to ride with me in the 3000, uh, but uh, rode with me in the truck. Nice. So uh, then we're going to pivot a little bit. Let's talk to Micah for a little bit and uh, tell us some road stories, dude. Like, like you and a buddy, how old are you? I'm 17. Okay. Was your buddy 17, 18 too? Uh, he's 19, I think. Nice. Okay. So, so two young guys out on the road, hanging out with a ton of really cool people. I mean, like race week folks are awesome. Um, so what kind of trouble did you guys get into or did dad keep you pretty close in his, uh, in his eyesight there? Um, not really any trouble, really. <laughs> That's awesome. In, any roadside repairs or anything? Like, did you, did you get to help somebody? Um, we didn't really get to help anybody and we didn't have any issues of our own. So we mostly just had a pretty good week. That's awesome. So you just enjoyed the time and the weather and well, I I was watching some of the 1320 stuff and it was like 109 a couple of those days. Yeah. Mm. He was That's... he was wishing I put AC in that car when I built it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, well, let's jump into some stuff here. I'll have to get my uh my questions opened back up. Um so we've gone over kind of all the early stuff. Um, Eric, why don't you give us like your favorite all time Rocky mountain race week story? Oh man. Favorite all time. Uh, well, 2019 first one, we ran eights almost the whole week and finished the end. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that was the 2019. I, I've paid for it the last couple of years because 2019 was too like easy. I mean, um, and so like I'm paying my dues now because I didn't the first year. Well, so, so what has, what changed on the setup 
between 19 and 20? Cause you were fast in 20, right? I mean, like, yeah, I was. So in 20, uh, well in, in 2019, I, um, was doing the 850 index class that limited street and I didn't have enough like setup for it. So I was non-intercooled on pump E85. And so, you know, you, you push the boost a little too much and intake temps would get crazy. So I was, I, I was smart. I played it safe. We ran 890, 870. I had traction problems at a couple uh, tracks. And so that kind of took me out of the running, running some like 950s. Um, but then finished at Pueblo with another eight second pass. And, you know, we were super happy and the boys were with us and it was just a blast and met so many cool people. Um, and then that set up, then uh, we mostly no prep race around here. And so then things got a little pushed. And, uh, and so I was, uh, I pushed the limits of, you know, pump E65, uh, non-intercooled and a temp sensor that was pegged at 300 degrees for most of the track and uh, started tearing up parts. So head gaskets, heads. Uh, nice. Yeah. And then we switched to, so we had a, some of the people that followed along on my channel last year, we had a bunch of struggles in 1.0, just making it. And um, the reason for that is I switched to methanol and got smart with being non-intercooled, but then um, cracked the block like three, four weeks before Rocky oh, Mountain. Yep. And uh, pulled it all apart fast and wasn't thinking and just left pulled the injectors and didn't clean them out and spray them out. And so by the time we got it put back together, they were all sticking. And, um, so, you know, yep. I know better. <laughs> so. That's crazy. All right. And then, so over the winter time, you went completely ham and, uh, now you're, you're back to all wheel drive. Mm -hmm. And I saw, I think, on one of the 1320 videos, you were talking about the handful that it is to make a pass in it now. Yeah. So for, we, um, we ran rowdy radial, which is the eighth mile class. And for the real wheel drive guys, which the, the class is set up for, you have to be on a 26 inch, uh, tire 26 by eight and a half. So a little, little guy, um, which those hook really well on a well-prepped track, but I mean, it's 109 degrees. So, you yeah. know, you're, it's and so so what Matt does is he has the all-wheel drive. You have to be on a street radial, is how he described it. So um, I cleared it to him to run Mickey Thompson ET Street SS. So it's a it's a drag radial, but it's different construction and and it's stiffer and it has full tread. And I did some no prep racing with that. Um, plenty of other issues. We won't bore everybody with all my broken motor <laughs> stories, but. The, uh, uh, oh man, like the torque steer is wild. It, it wasn't, it wasn't even, it wasn't that fast yet, but, um, as I was like trying to dial everything in, but it was so much fun. And I mean, I literally had to just manhandle the steering wheel to keep it somewhat straight. Nice. Now, are you still power glide or are you 400 or? No, power glide. So I looked at a bunch of different options and I thought I was going to fit a, NP208 uh, transfer case from a square body um, C10 under mm -hmm. it and, you know, measured everything looked cool. And, you know, you could have two wheel drive, four wheel drive, four high, all that. 
and uh, was all excited about it until I actually put it underneath the car. I'm like, there's no way in hell this thing is big. So, um, you know, I was going to have to cut a huge hole and probably lose the passenger seat and everything. And you, um, you can't, you can't lose the passenger seat in a streetcar. No. So, um, another Rocky mountain buddy, uh, Zach, uh, uh somebody I met at Rocky mountain race week in 2019. I think he, um, um, I was messaging with him and he does, uh, dirt drag racing with a, with a truck. And oh, so he man. told me about this other transfer case and, um, it's called racing in the dirt and it's just like a double chain. There's, it's just locked. It's all four wheel drive all the time. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And the size of it is fantastic. And so, uh, my favorite tool, five pound sledge and I can make room. <laughs> yep. That's so with it being, um, so you're open front diff. You think you'll ever put like a limited slip in the front? You know, now that I, so I have some, um, better tires on the front now. So it has, some um, Mickey Thompson, um, street et street r so they're a bias ply up front and um with those and just kind of dialing everything in a little bit more it's leaving nice and smooth and and straight and um so with the open front diff it allows me to um it has a front axle disconnect so it's a chevy colorado front diff mm -hmm. and i just have it on a switch where i can just uh most of the time it's off and so i'm driving around with basically rear wheel drive because it's an open front diff with one side disconnected. It's not doing anything at all. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So what it allows me to do is a burnout then. So I can do a real wheel drive burnout. Then if I remember, I flip the switch <laughs> and then I can launch a four wheel drive. Nice. Now, uh, so I guess if you're making you know, cause a lot of the diesel guys, they launch in four wheel drive and then shift later down the track. I guess you probably wouldn't mess with that. You're just going to keep it in the all wheel drive setup the whole way. Yeah. Just all wheel drive the whole way. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's working, it's working pretty well. Um, the, let's just say it's trapped as well in the eighth on a back of track node prep that I ever have on prep surface that's awesome now it's not there's so many faster things out there but it's working well and it shows me there's a lot of potential yeah so what's what's that car run in the eighth just so everybody knows um <laughs> i mean well. uh yeah it runs well no <laughs> no prep means no time a lot of times <laughs> I'm like, Narks, what are you trying to do here <laughs> what i'm just trying to give everybody you know that it runs 560s you know well, 580s they can they can go if they want to search around. There's a video out there of what it ran on uh, Rocky Mountain. Yeah, if some street, if somebody tires. Yeah, if somebody's that concerned, they they already know what your setup is, anyways. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every it's everybody really knows what uh, everybody else is running by. Yep. You know, everybody has draggies now, and so you know if you get beat by a car, you kind of know where you are. So yeah, that's awesome. So. Uh, Micah, your setup in your 3000 being a 4G, is it front wheel drive, all wheel drive? What y'all set up in it? All wheel drive. Nice. Going back to some roots of debt. So let me ask this then. Did you have all the parts and you're like, let's find a, a donor? 
Is that kind of how that all came about? You tell us that. Do you, do you even remember? <laughs> well, he's nervous. That's okay. Uh, You're just talking to me. It's fine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, no, there's folks out there. I'm not going to tell you how many, but there's folks. <laughs> I'll tell you this. It's not a ton. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you crap back now. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah, we so had, let's... Um, we had an Eagle Talon that my oldest daughter drove for a while. So it was uh, 2G Talon with... Um, so it was obviously 4G63, um, all-wheel drive automatic. And that car was just like rotting out the, the whole chassis. Um, so we ended up yanking that. And then a buddy of mine, the car that he has now kind of passed around a little bit. And it was uh, a caged roller, uh, but no no motor, no trans, missing a lot of like the, in, um, the uh, engine harness was yanked because it was going to be turned into a race car. And so mm -hmm. we tried to pull it back a little bit to a little more street car. So he has, it's just a stock, um, seven bolt 4G 63 with a 16 G turbo for now. As soon as he gets a little money and builds a motor, then he can get nice FP turbo or something. Yeah. 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 Now, uh, you do a ton of stuff with FP turbo, right? Yeah. So it, it goes back to, um, you know, I had on my 4G63 setup, I had a Super 99, um, an FP Super 99, which is like a 72 millimeter mm. uh, inducer turbo. And uh, so I had that for a little while. And at one time, uh, my car was the fifth quickest 3000 GT ever uh, with that turbo. Now others have surpassed it. But that's awesome. Yeah, it was stock interior, full glass, <laughs> stereo, and I, everybody quicker was gutted race cars. Well, actually, a lot of them slower were too. So <laughs> you're like, yeah, we drive street cars around here, stereo subs in the back. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, that's awesome. So that it kind of goes back to that, and and so then we used to go to the DSM Evo GTR shootout and uh, Force Performance. Sometimes it was a sponsor of that or Zona Rotor, and um, and then one time the first the uh, when I actually met Robert Young, the owner. Um, we had my car there and it had just been LS swapped and I had, um, uh, I met him at the gas station. He's like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like a Mitsubishi. <laughs> and, uh, so I met him, uh, there and then at the track, he was kind of sought us out, seeing what we were doing. And I was having turbo problems and I had a, um, big T, uh, well, I had a big turbo. It was like T6 with a T4 adapter deal that they do. Um, and it was just, it, it was like coming apart. The whole, the whole turbo was. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he's like, man, you need to get this junk off of there and uh, get a, get a real turbo. And he happened to just, it was like perfect timing. He was just coming out with like S 400 based hmm. um, turbos with FP aerodynamics and, all you know their upgraded bearing stuff and blah 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 and uh so it's like perfect timing and so um he cut me a deal on one and got a little discount i'm like yeah if it works then whatever and um so then that's kind of where it started and um and it's worked it didn't fall apart <laughs> yeah and then uh, you have two on there now yeah so <laughs> 
The uh, uh, I was a little disappointed. I wasn't the first ones to get to use these, but um, they came out uh, with some twins. They have uh, set. Well, you could run them as a single. Actually, it'd be great for just like a stock motor deal. It's a mm-hmm. seventy-two. I have twin seventy-twos, um, T four housing. Uh, they're, they're not. I mean, the form factor is like what you would find in a lot of other like T four turbos. So it's not. It's not real big. Um, fits actually. The, the twins actually fit just as easily or, or easier than the single. Um, and yeah. yeah but, but what size single did you, what was the last one you ran? It was big, right? Like it yeah, was an 88. One, yeah. Last one I had was an 88. Um, That's interestingly crazy. enough, it ran the um, fastest it's ever trapped was with an 84 millimeter but I changed so many different things and added weight in the back for no prep. And so it just kind of got pretty heavy. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, what's future plans for Micah's car then? Just going to keep turning it up like every 17 year old should. Um, Future plans, possibly building up the motor, making it faster. Um, Just going to see how it goes in the next couple of years financially and stuff for that. Um, Nice. That's for the most part, just that. Yep. Now, is it, uh, you said you pull it. So it's auto from the GSX, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, obviously I know LS stuff because that's what I have done for a while. Like, I mean, are there converters and all that kind of stuff for, for those kind of trans? I mean, I would think so. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's converter options out there. The popular ones are with the um, 2G um style the, the uh, newer version i think 93 or 94 uh, when they came out and they came with a lockup torque converter um mm. the lockup doesn't hold any power but it, they're like a little bit bigger so there's room in the case to get a, a better converter so there there's some popular stuff out there like precision industries makes one um his is a hundred percent stock converter and we have ms3 pro ecu on a and it controls the lockup, but then he controls the shifting with a forced four, um, just a little uh, push button shifting thing, which is uh, pretty neat. And has a little LED uh, screen on it to show what gear you're in. That's awesome. I bet. Actually, I mean, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say under full power. I just remember we have it set up to automatically shift through the ECU, so he can just keep his hands on the wheel, and it'll shift for him. That's awesome. And I was going to say like, you know, buddies jump in and you're like, do, 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 you know, do the gears or like, there's a thing showing the gear you're in. I'm, I'm sure your friends are like, this is the coolest car ever, you know, and it's got the sound and it's a turbo and, you know, then you cruise by and you're like, oh yeah, that's my dad's right there. And it's real fast. So that's pretty cool. I think his might get more attention than mine because it's got a second gen conversion on it. So it's got the projector headlights. It's red with a carbon fiber hood. And, nice. um, you know, it really stands out with the black wheels. And I mean, we pieced it together with just, like I said, it was a car that was falling apart. Um, the, the front mount intercooler was used from that. Um, the, the fuel pump is from like probably close to 10 years ago that off of my car um injectors were hand-me-downs from my car they're bosch 210 injectors that i had broken with you know stuck with <laughs> methanol and uh, sent them to get cleaned out 
how how much too big is that injector for that setup right now? Uh, quite a bit. Too big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good, especially on pump gas. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine. I mean that that injector is capable of what like. 800 on that motor or something yeah, like that exactly. i would think you nailed it yeah 800 <laughs> on e85 yeah yeah so see that what that means is now you need to you start doing those jobs get that money just keep turning it up till you max the injector that's your first goal max the injector <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so uh motor works mafia says uh ls and a 3000 gt question mark probably freed up a bunch of room <laughs> from the from the v6 setup in there yeah, I mean, um, yes and no, um, but you know everything's everything's all met and messed up in my car. So um, it's got motor plates now. It's got a six-inch thick front-mount intercooler, a radiator in the back. Um, you know, everything's turned around now. If you really want to save space, four uh, G sixty-three in his car. Yes. I, I would think, and like, you've got a couple of videos with that car on there. I mean, you cut the cage out of it or something, right? At one time? Yeah. Or that a was couple the, bars or something? We cut the, the front halo bars out. So it's still mm. got like a six point roll like bar hook, yeah. in it. But with him driving it all the time, yeah. Um, Robert at Force Performance was like texting me, get that cage out of there before somebody gets hurt before it don't, yeah. like, don't even let him drive it. until you get cut it out. So. Yep. Yeah. Bonk ahead on that just cause somebody else is an idiot and dings you. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. So, and then he's, you know, he's driving around his friends. Um, he was taking, you know, his sister to school and she's actually driven it recently. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Now she wants one <laughs> even better. Yeah, you're gonna single-handedly create a 3,000 GT tax. <laughs> like everybody's gonna want one now. Well, we we may mix it up for her. I'm kind of known for the motor swaps, but you know, if we get one for her, I'm thinking we keep the V6 in it, and then we have a four, six, and eight. Oh, hey, I like that. That's awesome. Um, back way back when I sold cars um, a long, long time ago, in the same month, we had two VR4 3000 GTs at the lot and I sold both of them. It was, it was a crazy month. I was like, Oh my God, I'm the coolest dude in the planet. <laughs> they so. were awesome. I mean, back, mm -hmm. back when they came out. Yeah. I mean, there was, there's nothing like them. Yeah. Yeah. That tells you how long ago it was. These were used with like 12 or 13,000 miles. So they were just a few years old. So that was a long time ago. Michael wasn't even around. <laughs> no, no, it is. Yeah, I mean, his car's a '92. Yeah, '93, I think. Yeah, so like 29 years old. That's crazy. That is crazy. It doesn't seem like it should be that long. All right. So since you've had, because um, the boys have done, you had both boys on one trip, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. So let's talk meals. How do you feed these kids? Are you guys gas station food? Are you packing lunch? Are you only eating at restaurants? Do you stop at Walmart and fill the cooler? Like, how, how do you guys do it? A little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. His mom takes care of us uh, starting off. She <laughs> packs us a cooler with, you know, like nice turkey lunch meat and apple slices and all the good mom stuff and then we usually kill that in a day yeah, uh, i was gonna say in the day two yeah <laughs> then it's mcdonald's uh gas station food monster energy drinks 
uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. And then, well, what was your favorite food that you got bought all the time from you? <laughs> McDonald's. We got yeah. a lot of McDonald's this year. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Moo on the uh, Mac TV team, he he was like food runner, and he would go get like no joke, like fifty uh, double uh, or little, you know, double. Burgers mm-hmm. from McDonald's and McChickens. McChickens, yeah. He's like, "What? Here's fifty bucks. I need fifty sandwiches. Let's go." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. That's oh, awesome. Oh, I just thought of a favorite story. Okay, bring it. Finally, finally hit me. So this year, it was just it was crazy. So you were. I know on one of your lists, so I'm going to hit two of your questions at once here. Okay. So don't don't you know? Give me a little leeway here. Um. <laughs> So, uh, we, with hotels, we actually prefer just winging it and no, no hotels booked. Um, I recommend getting a hotel like the first and last, last day. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in between like wing it with that way we can drive at night, um, or whatever. This year was a little more challenging (laughs) to get hotels and we almost had to sleep in parking lot one night. Uh, thankfully the, uh, front desk, uh, attendant would called around and found us a hotel. Um, but one place, the, um, the, it was just a, like a little in motel thing. And we were leaving Denver, I believe. Yeah. And we were like heading out the mountains. And so we hit a place about like 40 minutes, 50 minutes outside and think, yeah, we'll just get on the, on the road a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we go there and he was super excited because he knew we were Rocky Mountain Race Week. He's like, oh, my gosh, you know, park up front. I'll make sure we watch the cars all night long. And he's like, hey, super excited. He's been following it. We show up, we check in and he goes into the, the back office and comes out. and He's like, hey, I have a surprise for you. All the liquor. St- I knew all the liquor stores would be closed by the time you got here. And so he, he bought us a case of beer. What? The, the, yeah, the, the hotel manager or the attendant, on that, that he went out on his own, bought a case of beer before we came because we knew we, we'd be getting in late. That's awesome. But now, had, had you pre-booked that or was, was it just a, hey, that place looks cool, let's pull in? It, it, it was that place has rooms. Let's, oh. let's go there. Uh, nice. So we, we were using, we thought we were smart and we were using like hotels.com app and searching. Mm-hmm. Um, but that bit us because they apparently don't care if a hotel is sold out already and just keep booking rooms. And so we showed up one night uh, thinking we had three hotel rooms for, you know, um, us yeah. and the Mac guys and nothing. Yep. So that, that happened to us one night. Um, so we were headed to great Bend 2.0 last year and stone cipher had the axle bearing issue. And so me and turbo Timmy jumped in the car and drove back. Well, when we got back to great Bend almost, um, there, they had overbooked the hotel. So we didn't have a room. So it was like, what the heck do we do now? Yeah. So we jump on and start calling, you know, and found one like an hour and a half away. So, Yep. So we've been burned by that too. We pull in at four o'clock in the morning at that dude's place and had to wake him up to come let us in. It was, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was, too. 
Yep. Yeah. This, yep. this year the hotels were tough to get too. So we one one night we all drove uh, two hours longer than we intended to just to get to a hotel. Yeah. So. Uh, so oh, wow. I was talking to I was talking to Adam the other day, and I was like, "Man, all these places should have like welcome road weekers, you know, rel- welcome RMRWers, you know, um, like for gas stations." But I was thinking about those little hotels; they should do that too, you know. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, the, I don't even remember the name of the hotel. I uh, should have wrote it down and gave him right it was awesome I, I couldn't believe like how accommodating he was and i mean it was a hole in the wall place but man when the service is like that and yeah you know so we were all tired and ready for bed but i mean if somebody's gonna give you beer you're gonna drink a couple so. you're like okay I'm, i'll have a beer with you dude <laughs> so were were there other race weekers there too um we i think we were the only ones like our group so Dang, that that dude was like so excited he was ready to have some folks show up and and luckily you guys found him yeah i mean he was watching 1320 video and whoever's uh uh say, then we rolled up and i think he recognized oh he recognized gap train the um as silver s10 he's mm-hmm. like i'm watching this right now <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah. awesome. I'd like to talk to those guys about that truck at some point because that thing is crazy. Yeah, you should have them on. So they're yeah. they're they're a riot. <laughs> I can imagine get if beat, get your beat button ready. Oh no, we don't do that on the live feeds. <laughs> Screw it. Well, we'll hey, if if there's no kids watching this, anyways. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. awesome. All right. Um, let's see. So uh we talked about that. How much sleep? do you think you get during race week? What's what? I don't understand the question. Like how much sleep? (laughs) Like I think so every night I would go to the hotel and I would edit videos. So I was getting to bed at like three, maybe, maybe if I was lucky, is that kind of how it is for you guys too? Yeah. So my, my wife edits our videos and so she doesn't get any sleep either. So, um, we, you know, you, the small channel struggle. And mm-hmm. so we, we're trying to beat everybody's content. Cause that's like the only chance. Uh, and so we, we text her, uh, I'll copy turbo John here. Uh, love his channel, but he calls himself, you know, an iPhone YouTuber and you know, it, it helps. So we would take all of our video on, on our phones and just text them to my wife throughout the day. And then she would stay up just ridiculous hours of the, just so she could get them out right away. Um, and then for us, I mean, I, I don't know if I ever get more than four hours in a night. Um, Jeez. I don't, I don't get much anyway though, but, uh, <laughs> six is preferred, but, um, I don't think we've ever, Oh, I did pull an all nighter before a couple of times. Not too often. Dang. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, I think we about broke. I about broke my dad last year. There's. It's so funny. So he uh, he it was he he went with me because they for 2.0 the kids were in school, um, and so um, my father came with me, and we didn't even have any struggles. I mean, the only thing is we had some transmission. Well, I'll take that back. We had some transmission issues uh, that that we got through. <laughs> but we really didn't have any like roadside repairs to do. Um, so it was just drive, race, drive, race. Um, 
But I was driving at night and we were limping the transmission, trying to keep it cool for a few days. And he's, uh, and, and there's a lot of the pictures that some of the photographers would post. He's on the ground sleeping at the track. <laughs> and then um, a big like magazine did, I think it was, I, I think it was like an insurance, maybe it's like Haggerty or something, did an article. It's something like that. And there's of all the people that are going to be in the fo- in the, the magazine article, it's my dad sleeping on the ground at the track again. So <laughs> nice. That's that's what that's what he'll forever be known for from now on. He'll always be the dude that was asleep. Yeah. So that's it was, awesome. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was a little rough to sleep in my car that year that he, he did get a few naps while I was driving. All right. So let's talk about 1.0 this year and some of uh-huh. your favorite stuff. How about your, your favorite day, both of you, like favorite day of the week, like as far as like travel or what, you know what I mean? Like a day that just kind of came together. You go first. I know what mine is. Mountain drive. Yeah. Mountain drive. The, the, one, I've, leaving, I've, the one leaving Bandemir and you, you go the wrong way to go back to Nebraska or whatever. That was awesome. And I mean, honestly, if Adam and June and Matt are listening, let's just do that every day. Just back and forth. Just skip everything else. Just dri- driving like a big loop of beautifulness and yeah. race at Bandamere every day. We'll just race it. Exactly. We'll race at Bandamere every day. We'll get a hotel room that week. And we just, you know, make us drive 600 miles in the mountains. I don't care. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, that's, I tell you, I really wanted to do 1.0 this year bad because everybody talked about how gorgeous it is. It was awesome. There was this, uh, the first day, the first mountain. So, I mean, there's two mountain drives this year. Uh, the first mountain drive was me, but the second one, yeah, just blew us away. That's awesome. That's and awesome. That was in my trunk. Yeah. Well, that means you got to like actually enjoy it. You were like AC on cruising around. This is nice. Yeah, I did have to, it did get a little cold in in the truck. That was the only problem. (laughs) Mike is like, I hate you, man. This is hot. (laughs) Um, How about your, your, this is probably, uh, probably maybe a sore subject since you were in the truck and he wasn't making passes, but what was your favorite track of the trip? Do you have one favorite track? I mean, probably. Uh, I don't know. So I like um, I like Great Bend because um, the people there are so good. And Jeff, who uh, got to give a shout out to to Jeff. Um, don't know his last name, but he's the fuel guy. Um, so he 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 he's the he's the guy at, at there that. Um, provides you know race fuel e85 methanol whatever any uh i'm pretty sure he's he's he does it for most weekends there um but in 1.0 um last year when i broke my car we me and buddy adam hodson changed head gaskets and heads in the uh parking lot there and then jeff brought us a piece of a radiator hose later that we exploded and it was like i don't know 11 o'clock midnight he drives and gives it gets us some some stuff in the middle of the night that we were like an hour away from great bend already and but he gave give me his card he's like hey if you have any troubles on the road once you get rolling 
give me a call. And so everything was closed except I had a cell phone number. Except for Jeff. Yeah. So, I mean, so the track is cool too. Um, you know, they, they redid it this year, but you know, they, uh, uh, I like I like how the pit layout is. If you can get like a close um, uh, close parking spot, it's really neat. Uh, so that's that's one of my favorite, just because of the we have stories there. Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, how about your favorite car of the trip, or maybe two or three of them, like someone else's car? Yeah, so I like Micah's car. Uh, <laughs> 4gswap.com if you want to if, if you want to if you want to get swap mounts for your for your 3000 gt yes uh, yes please uh so um i like booze uh mustang that uh i don't know what color it's a porsche color blue bright blue uh, mm, my, uh miami blue which is perfectly fitting for boo yeah he thinks he's miami <laughs> huh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he lives around the corner from a good friend of mine, and so I was driving by the other day, and I was like, "Hey, man, you got two minutes to talk." We pull up; he's got beer in a soda machine in the garage, so we talked for more than two minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. But yeah, that that car is awesome. That new color yeah. is so nice. I mean, I, I liked this car the year before, you know, in black, but that blue, just, it's a different car. I mean, it looks good on yep. photos. It looks good going down the track. It's fast too. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's uh, really cool. Uh, so I like that. Um, uh, uh, Jamie um, Langford's uh, from PFI Speed, his, you know, ratted out uh, Acura. Um, I, I like that because that guy worked so hard with uh the one of the previous years i mean they had like a i can't even remember i think they had like a rear main like bad and i mean they, they were literally buying every oil bottle they could in between gas stations and just dumping oil in it and had, uh oil leak the whole the whole way so it's cool to see him and just do well so um you know so it's a four-cylinder front wheel drive and the stick shift class. And he got, I think he got second place. Nice. So that was, that was cool to see something different. Um, so those are two that pop out right now. I mean, there's so many neat cars though that are, that are there. It's like, it's, it's hard, especially when you're like watching your friends and um, it's, it's hard to even go see all of them, but yeah. You know, those, those yeah. are good. There, there was a well, rotary on the two. Yeah. Mm. You like yeah, that one. That was cool. Yeah. That was like a convertible RX-7 or something, right? Yeah. 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 yeah that, that was... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. That's awesome. Um, I mean, seeing the, the chilling with Chet, the Viper. Oh, yeah. That was cool. It did blue with orange accents all over it nice that's a, that's a cool car i don't know if i've seen any photos of that thing i haven't been through all the photos that all the photographers put up yet i just can't do it i'm like oh i want to go so bad i don't know that it raced i don't think it. i did. think it did road week mm. but yeah it was uh we saw it at the gas station one time when um 
Garrett, uh, Cletus McFarland was filling up and they were riding, riding around that uh, with them. So, yeah, it was really nice Viper. That nice. Count. It's, hey, it's, you know, it's an American exotic. It's something that's not normally there. Um, I, I do want to give a shout out to Dirty Panda. He just sent 20 bucks. I want to say thanks. He, uh, he says he absolutely loves the 3000 and, uh, and now with a more reliable power plant. So, what the 4G63? <laughs> probably, yeah, I was gonna say probably both at that point, but I don't know about reliability if you're putting two big turbos on a, on a LS. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about uh, any. Any gas stations or restaurants that were your favorite? You have one. The oh, was <coughs> I have the sticker on the truck, yeah, but the truck's like not here. Some about so the whole restaurant's theme was like parts, like car parts and stuff. So like they had like a bunch of like decorations, like it. It was like a brewery and bar, and like they had dinner and stuff. So we all stopped and ate there because it started to rain, and we couldn't drive through it. So we stopped and ate there. And that place was really cool. Yeah. What, what city was that in? Which one was that? It, one of those. One <laughs> Somewhere of those. close to the mountains. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, no, it was on our way. Was it on our way it to, was, I think it was Nebraska. Yeah. I think it was in Nebraska. That's so if awesome. you just follow that whole trip and then uh, just follow everybody's route <laughs> and look for a, a place with like beers and beers or something like that. <laughs> that sounds uh, like the perfect name yeah i think he also liked it though because he was uh hanging out with the those mid-american customs guys down on one end of the bar learning a little too much about life i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah that's awesome so, sometimes it's good to be in a situation where you're maybe a little over your head <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but, it, you know, I mean, I think you, you're probably seeing a theme. Some of our favorite things all revolve around the people. Um, so, and that's what kind of Rocky Mountain's about. So. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is like, you know, you see all, like even the videos we took, like you still don't get any of the, I don't know, family aspect of that whole trip, you know, where you're, I don't know. You're, you're kind of from a small town, Midwest town, right? So like we cruised in high school, there's a street that we cruised up and down. I feel like race week is that like, but it's a thousand miles of that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And and now, now we're adults and don't ever get to do it. Now, now it's like getting to go back to that. So. Yeah. I mean, we, we, everyone jumps on the interstate and just, you know, bypasses all of these, you know, uh, towns and, you know, we have um, some pictures we took uh, when we were stopped. Uh, Gap train had a oil leak and we just stopped and we're chilling. And it was just this old gas station and repair shop that had been closed down. Um, looked awesome. There was like a cafe next to it. Of course, also closed down. But, you know, these places, um, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago would have been hopping. Yeah. And so this, you know, this just because uh, we don't take the the interstates and really even much highways, we're taking the the byways and um, and having a lot of fun going through these little towns. It, it just really, you know, forces you to appreciate 
all of these little towns that are still surviving somehow. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, what's funny is like, um, I, you know, I went into it like we were full on content creation the whole week, you know, and by day four, I was like, day four was our longest day. We were up 22 hours and it was the least amount of footage that I took. I mean, I, I think it's just because it took that amount of time for me to get wound down and, and enjoying it, you know? Yeah, it can wear on you. Oh, yeah. It was a ton of fun, though. It, somebody said the other day, it's a, you need a vacation from that vacation. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's one. It's the one, you know, it's, it's tough for me to get away from, from work. Um, but that week, it's just, it's like you need another whole week of to recuperate and really based on my track record, I need like a week before to actually get my car ready too. So <laughs> yeah, we just need to be famous YouTubers. That's what we need. Yeah. I need somebody <laughs> yeah. to work on my car for me. <laughs> yes. That's, that's really what needs to happen for me, especially. So, we, you know, we've added the turbo now and we've got a little bit of nitrous. So hopefully we'll be able to do some big burnouts. So, you like to party. Well, so the struggle is that stupid car, I've got to put a converter in it. So, you know, you first gear, as soon as you shift a second, it just lugs so hard that it just More almost boost. comes out of it. Yeah, well, so that's a plan. We're going to put a bigger spring in, and then I'm just going to like spray it through first and second gear, and hopefully it stay, keeps the RPMs up. Yeah, so. that sounds like a perfect plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> we're gonna scatter everything everywhere i've been needing a reason to ls it anyways so you know the turbo's already nitrous. mounted i had nitrous in my car because i had it from the 4g 63 days because converter selection it's tough when you got a little motor you're gonna need spray to get it over the hump on it to launch uh so i had it in my car and i just kept it in with the original ls because i was not intercooled i'm like i'll just spray you know a little bit for the extra power it's addictive. So yeah. I took it. I took Cooling it of, effect. Yeah. Yeah. It went from a 30 shot to 50 to 75. Eventually I had no jet in it. It was just whatever the solenoid would, would run. And uh, nice. may have contributed to the crack block before Rocky Mountain last year. Yeah. Well, Hey, you got to find the limits. So what you do is you put the next biggest jet you've got in there. That's how you fix that next time. Yeah. It's out that, of my car now, so I'm not tempted. But now I have a I have a, a fuel tech ECU in my car, and I have a scramble button wired up, and I just I'm not I'm not responsible enough because I'm like I was at the no prep and I was out on everybody usually, and I'm like still pulling the scramble. There was no reason. Every pass, scramble, scramble. That's just the new tune. Yeah, I know. The yeah. problem is, if I put that into the new tune, then I'm still going to pull a scramble anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. No, All right, um, let's move into some uh, roadside type stuff. Um, what is your like go to road food? Hmm. Do you have a go to road food? Like, are you like, all right, listen, chicken tenders everywhere we go. Or is it like I'm getting a cheeseburger everywhere we go? So when so uh, when I'm actually racing, um, 
and it's so blasted hot. I don't eat much. And so mm. like last year, I lost like 10 pounds the, in one week that race, the, the one race week. Uh, so I'm like, I, I, I Gatorade and water and then <laughs> something at night. Um, if, if things are going a little better um, or it's not, you know, 106 degrees and 130 in the car, um, then I, I'm, I'm a pretty simple. I, I like a double Whopper from Burger King. Nice. nice. What about it's you, Mike? Yeah. Just a lot of cheeseburgers throughout the week. <laughs> Track cheeseburgers, McDonald's. Whatever. He's like, I don't care. Give me some meat. Put it on some bread. Let's go. I got I got <laughs> stuff to do. If we get That's a little time, it's nice to, you know, we try to each year have like one place to sit. And so our first, our first year, um, we had some time in the morning before the last day. And so I, I, I like coffee. And so we found a local coffee shop in Pueblo and we had a nice breakfast and chilled. And it was just kind of cool to like just me and my boys to chill and kind of take in the week and a little bit away from the chaos and then went and finished the rest of it. And then one year we did pizza with the group. Um, we had a little time and sat and ate some pizza um, and then this year was that, that, um, you know, barbecue bar grill place or whatever. So nice Be- beers and gears. That's what, we'll... yeah, yeah. Beers and gears. I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were talking about pizza. How about favorite pizza toppings? I like it all. Like wow. all on one pizza. Or you like, yes. I'll eat that pizza. I'll eat that pizza. Yep. Bring it on. Now let's put everything on. I, I don't do the anchovies, but who really buy Like, can you even order anchovies on a pizza anymore? I don't know. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, loaded with everything. All the meat, all the cheese, peppers, mushrooms. That's awesome. I'm simple. Just pepperoni. If not that, then just cheese. <laughs> nice you'll grow out of that later you'll need more spice in your life (laughs) i was telling adam i was like man i'm a supreme guy but it took me till i was about 25 to get to where i would eat one i'm like why have i been waiting on this yeah it's a full meal you get your veggies you get your dairy products and meat you know it's good for you if you like pineapple, you put the pineapple on and then you got your fruit i mean it's it's everything i mean totally healthy (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome um all right let's see what else how about um last question i really have here is uh ice cream flavor and then uh we go to some free free will and stuff here free will and yeah <laughs> kind of like free balling i guess or? well that's what i was gonna say but uh you know we can't see from here down so we don't know what's going on over here <laughs> Uh, ice cream, cookies and cream, usually just basically anybody else's ice cream. I, 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 they, they don't like, they, they hide the ice cream in the house because, uh, I'll eat it all. doesn't matter yeah, what you, size it is. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, let me try that one. Let me try See, if you eat everybody else's, that means you didn't, you didn't have to get one. You're like, I didn't. I didn't even get ice cream tonight. 
Exactly. <laughs> ate, ate everybody else's. That's yeah. awesome. Calories, they uh, don't even count then when there's somebody else's. Yeah, it's not your calories. It's It was their calories. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's talk. I, I want to talk stages of the car because we kind of went over that a little bit. But your car is so wild to most everybody. And like, it's fast, too. It's not like just doing an LS swap and something like it's an LS and power glide and now all wheel drive and, and fast. I mean, how do you lead us through the stages and then lead us through the like thought process of just keep progressing. Um, so I just like to keep my hands busy, I guess on the weekends and keeps me, gives me something to, to do. And I'm always like thinking of, Oh, well, would it be cool if I did this or whatever? So um, you know, we'll skip a bunch of like the old, and so it's had, it started life as a, uh, twin turbo. Um, it's had different upgrades there. Um, uh, some motors that work, some issues with machine shops or stuff didn't work. Um, I did, you know, probably sloppy before sloppy existed with a, a stock 3.5 liter, which I didn't come with and figured out where the, those rods exited the block right around 500 torque. Just, just in case anybody's wondering. Um, and then uh, did an all-wheel drive auto swap, which they didn't come all-wheel drive. Um, oh, they came all-wheel drive, but not automatic all-wheel drive. And But you could get a, a, a transmission from overseas, Europe, anywhere, basically. Um, and did that. And that was a lot of fun. And that was the time when I had a... a uh, balancing issue on the crank from a machine shop and took that motor out, but I got a taste for some RPM and all wheel drive auto shift. So then it went to 4G63, which hadn't been done before, but a um, buddy of mine, Don, who kind of got to give him a lot of credit actually. So he has CAC performance, uh, KAK performance, uh, met him down in Arizona, became friends uh, and, he, I, I had confidence to do stupid stuff with my car and the motor because I knew he could always fix it because he actually knew what he was doing um, and builds motors and whatever. So if I got in too deep in a motor or transmission or whatever, I knew he could bail me out and just, I, here, take it. Here's my money, fix it. Um, so it gave me a lot of confidence to, to, to dig in. Um, so he did 4G63s because he always had DSMs. And so decided, you know what, I'm going to make it. So I do that, right? More RPM, more boost, more better. And so yeah. then that, uh, that evolved. Um, then like we talked about the LS swap. So I started with just the, you know, the typical do a stock bottom end 5.3 and throw a boost at it. Yeah. Um, it was never intended to be like a race car. And now, I mean, it's, you know, 80% race, 20% street. And uh, it does drive on this street still. Uh, yeah, 0% jack stands, bud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to go over 100% then. 100% jack stands, too. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, so, you know, the normal stock bottom M53, some springs, some boost. Um, the turbo that didn't work out and then better turbo than um i put a stroker in the 5.3 which wasn't real common 
Um, but K1 had like a Black Friday deal that I was like, oh, like I could not buy it basically. Uh, well, and, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, if I had, it's that kind of deal, then yeah, I mean, basically they were paying me to put forged internals into it. Uh, I mean, I like the way you, I, I can see that being the dinner table sales pitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost like they're by, they're paying me to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so that happens. And then, um, like I said, that that's actually been the staple motor that that's so the motor that was in the, or is in the car right now. It's the still that same K1 um, stroker. That's that's what did the first Rocky Mountain race week that I did in 2019. Um, and so it's still that same rotating assembly, just a different block. And then we torched that block a couple of times now too. And it's an iron block, but it's 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 seen better days. Uh, <laughs> and the intention for this year was to go really fast and be more reliable and i intended to get something nice um that uh so we kind of budgeted for it um i uh you know had to sell a kit or two so i why it's only micah here um <laughs> and uh but then you couldn't get one we wanted we wanted to do the thing you know 427 you know, LSX or dart block or something like that. Six bolt heads, do it right. You know, make 1500 horsepower without having to worry about head gaskets or the bottom end or anything like that. Um, but it's just been, you know, I, I didn't know it, the lead times were going to be what they were. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so that's where we're sitting now. And then I, I had some issues coming into Rocky mountain this year, 1.0, that I was chasing down, thought the, the motor had finally eaten too many spark plugs and uh, had given given up because I had a dead cylinder and I was out of time. I couldn't get the fancy block that I wanted and found a long block locally that was built, um, on, not, not ran, put together, guy sold this car, thought it was gonna be good. And yeah. Went a different direction. <laughs> yeah the the I, you know honestly i don't think it was his fault um somebody built it for him and i think uh he got sold uh something that's a uh you know he was told something that it, it, it was and it wasn't so the parts are in it are good but the surface finish um i don't i don't know why like a t-rex would kind of go in and just kind of grab and claw across every head and every block surface, um, but that's mm. not a good way to hold a MLS gasket. And uh, I, I do realize why it was probably had a can of copper spray on each head gasket, though. Yeah. So they're like, please, please seal up, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't ran until I got it, and then it made about four passes and shot the head gasket out the side of the block, torched the block head that was the second pass at rocky mountain dang that's brutal so yeah. are, are you well, are you on a are you on the wait list for the big block like the you know big big boy 427 uh, you know, block or so i wanted to, so it's a good rotating assembly 
Um, it's four sixteen, you know, stroked LS three thing. And um, so I was trying to get actually was on with Jegs and Summit today, trying to find a dark block. Uh, but yeah, they don't they they don't exist. Nobody. Uh, but I can I can weld this block, and then there's a machine shop that can actually surface it properly. So I'll get the block welded, heads welded, and um, maybe getting some nicer heads coming um, as well. So nice. Yeah. That's crazy. So what, I mean, what's your end goal for the car? Like, I guess there's pro like moving through what you've got. I mean, just keep winning races. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, so I, they, I did have like a couple of goals for this year. Um, I hit one of them, uh, which was a certain ET on a really dirty no prep. So, uh, that, that happened. Now there's a new ET goal. Uh, and there's a mile an hour goal that I haven't hit yet. And the reason those goals exist is because if I can hit that ET and that mile an hour, then I win races, which was the main goal for this year was to uh, win races. So we've taken some setbacks, um, but the four wheel drive system is working. Um, and uh, so that's, that's a major hurdle. It's, you know, pretty scary yeah. to yeah. have a bunch of spinning parts underneath the car. Um, especially and, uh, new in the yeah. front, you know, like, like all, you know, I know that car came, but now those cars in an all wheel drive setup are primarily front wheel drive transfer. Yeah. Uh, and then it transfers it back. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I had to redo so, the whole car basically. Right. So, yeah. um, cause the motor turns, you know, the wrong way. So turn the motor the right way, put a, a real transmission in it. Um, it's got a four, nine inch in the rear and, um, cause I was going to try to use the stock rear and stuff. And I, I think the stock rear end would hold quite a bit, but I was snapping axles like twigs just on a shift on the street. And then yep. one day then I, and I bring extra axles with me when I went driving around and I got good at changing them in like on the side of the road. Um, and they don't make those anymore. So I was using up like OEM axles, uh, just gone uh yep. so you felt bad a little um <laughs> uh, I, I quite a collection though uh, and then then it broke a hub so it broke the the hub and i'm like okay so even if i get good axles i now i have to redesign a hub i'm like all right no so straight axle and yep. it's it's actually it's just you know kind of the way the car has been and so it's it's a it's a stock width from a 1978 ford thunderbird um and it's got it still has the stock ford 370 gears that were with it um i put a limited slip well i had somebody help uh put a limited slip differential in it just for all the street driving and everything and then some 31 spline axles and and some Ford Explorer disc brakes. So it's, it's as crazy. Basic as That's awesome. That's awesome. And then now with the extra, I would think the pull from the front, it probably takes off some of the stress from the back. So now you're, so any, any, we, any wheelies since the, since the four all wheel drive setup? No, it had some nice wheelies back in the real wheel drive setup. Uh, check out our channel. You'll see. Um, and with the four wheel drive, I, 
I'm pretty sure I could make it wheelie if I wanted to. Um, but the suspension is set up to basically keep the front end down a lot, allow some movement, keep the tires still in contact with the ground. But, um, but yeah, I, I want to try to keep everything down on the front. That's awesome. So being, uh, all wheel drive now, are you put in big tire class stuff? So it, it depends. We did a, a wheel wheel drive versus all wheel drive, small tire at Muncie uh, called the Big End Banger. And it's normally wheel wheel drive only. And they did an all wheel drive one. Yeah, we're not allowed back. Um, <laughs> so um, we, we, we all went pretty fast. And uh, a GTR won it. And uh, he was pretty quick. Um, I, you know, really, though, it was in the finals. It was real-wheel drive and, and all-wheel drive in the final, the way, you know, it should have been. And yeah. so, um, and that guy had it figured out. His car was going quick and real-wheel drive. So I think we have an advantage first round, for sure, because we can ham-fist the tune-up a little bit more and um, have an advantage first round. After that, depending upon the surface, then um, I think it evens out. A lot more, yeah. and then on a stickier one. If the, this is back a track on the front of the track, real will drive all the way, even if it's no prep. They're they're going to be faster. Wow. So. It, is it just because you can't leave with as much because of the all-wheel drive? Or well, I would think that the all-wheel drive setup would be way faster out of the gate. On uh, dirt road, yeah, uh, I think. <laughs> well, it depends. Like. About like 30 feet out, we so we don't, we don't, you know, if when you rate weight transfer, it's taking away your uh, any kind of advantage on traction. So mm. you, you lose the balance of, of doing it. The diesel guys just, um, they, there's some really fast diesel guys and they just hit it with a hammer. I mean, just as hard as they can go and just light up four slicks and let it eat. Um, I'm trying to do a little more finesse with it because one, I don't want to break things. Two, I think it'll work better for my car um, to, to do it. And so what I'm doing is um, leaving a little softer, actually probably a little too soft, but then I can ramp in the power hard. And that's mm. where the real drive cars get it smoothly uh, power in. And right now it looks like I can power it in pretty hard. If I try to leave too hard, then I'm fighting it and I got to let off the gas and you don't, you don't go fast then. Yeah. So. Yeah. If, if you're lifting, you're not. And, and you know, the other side of it, like if you're fighting it, your brain is fighting here. It may not be a hundred percent throttle, maybe. It's 80%. not. Yeah. yeah I, I, I've checked the logs. Uh, the log doesn't lie. Cause even one time I'm like, Oh, I stayed in it this time. I'm like, I'm, I'm saying just stay in it. It's not going to go anywhere. It'll eventually straighten out. And yeah, my foot said otherwise. It's the yeah. log said otherwise. So what, That's what awesome. I was convinced I was in it the whole time, 60% throttle. Man, that's wild. You know, like our brains can only do so much and like, you know, turning a thousand horsepower loose on, you know, a twisty steering wheel isn't, I can't imagine being any fun. So, that's awesome. It is actually a lot of fun. That's the weird part. I'm like, I was having so much fun. And I, <laughs> uh, we have like a, uh, the first time I took it out, I drove in an hour and a half to um, 
uh, Salem, Indiana, uh, they have an airport, like a decommissioned airstrip there. And they have some no prep racing there. And I was in big tire um, there. So that's where I'll mostly be. You're right. Big tire. But, um, uh, and it was like, like I was on the street tires and it was fight me all over the place. And I, I had a blast. I didn't even care. If the, like I was only, I was really mad, not because I lost, but because I had boost safety set up and it, and it shut my car off because I hit some boost safety. So, cause I, so I just kept shutting my car off and I was so mad. That's crazy. So um, let's talk DSM for a minute because I mean, that's, I think that's, uh, how many of those setups have you, have you built across the years? Uh, in my car? No, no, no. Like just total. You know what I mean? Like, did you have any, you know, second gen eclipses or any, oh, any no. of the Evo stuff? Yeah, no, I've only had, um, just the, my daughter's talent that uh, we had gotten. And then I've had two 3000 GTs and then his is the third. So I had one in college and then we got married and started having these, these rats. Uh, and we, I sold my first 3000 and then eventually got the next one. Um, but then, you know, other, you know, import cars, I had an MR2 um, in high school. It was non-turbo automatic but it was a lot of fun and I'm, I'm not sure how I survived that one. Cause, uh, snap over steer, steer is real. Uh, yes. Is, yeah. That, that car uh, will do this. Do Just not ever, ever live. Oh yeah. So bad. Uh, so that was probably a silly car to buy at like 18. Um, it made no power, thankfully. Um, yeah. but because I'm, because I'm, I'm a midlife crisis and living all my high school fantasies, I bought, uh, you can't see it, but there's a 91 MR2 behind us. Yes. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a, uh, roller, no motor, no trans, and it's going to get a 4G63 auto in it at some point. That's what's up. Um, Anthony, go ahead. Go oh. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Was Anthony, uh, Anthony said, make sure to get his son to two-step for you. <laughs> Not this one, the other one. Ah. He's in video games. Oh, gotcha. That's awesome. So 4G in the in the MR2, that'll be a cool setup. Yeah. That one, uh, That I originally bought it to, to turn into a small tire race car because it's kind of a cheat code uh, with all the weight in the back already without having to add weight and then a 4g 63 can make a lot of power so i was going to just kind of detune my car and make it um just like a no prep index car maybe for my wife or something um we'll say 750 index car uh, there you and, go um, you know i'd probably have to turn it up a little bit uh yeah. but uh so the so turn it into uh, that and then turn the MR2 into um, an actual small tire race car for me and just and and that's what I bought it for. Um, but then I added up what the parts list was going to be to uh, actually do what I needed it to do. I'm like, oh crap! It's uh, you don't ever so, add up the parts list, man. Don't ever add yeah, up the parts list. 
I, I start I start with a budget and it usually makes me feel better. And this time it made me feel worse. And it, it, you, you do a budget and then when you go over, you don't keep track of all that. You don't, you keep track of your original budget. And you're like, yeah, I did this all for five grand. Yeah, it's uh, perfect. But this, this didn't look as good as I thought it was going to. And so I'm like, oh. so if I put that kind of money into my 3000, which already had fuel and a good trans and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, it's going to be even faster. So, um, so we're kind of splitting the difference, putting a little into my car and then turn the MR2 into a really um, stupid street car. It's T-tops, full interior, looks nice. The paint is crap. Suspension's not even there, I don't think. But um, the uh, it's not rusty, so the body's the body's good. So it just it needs a motor, it needs paint, and uh, some force performance turbos. Turbo. There you go. Yeah, probably one, right? Yeah. Or a compound. You could do a compound setup. That'd be even more fun. I've thought about it, but. I'm, like, I'm trying to simplify my life and my 3000 it's it's the four wheel drive is done it works i have twin turbos that are done it works i have an ls i say that but if rob don happens to be watching and you want to sponsor me a four rotor i'll put it in <laughs> and then i'll challenge him to a race with his four rotor all wheel drive just saying yes yes we need we need him in here. We need him to make that announcement. I'll be watching the yeah. comments. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I'm sure he's watching. I'll tag yeah. you. I'll, I'll text him. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him up. That's awesome. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Well, I've got to get back out here. I've got to uh open the rear diff back up and add some weld to the spider gears. Oh, I uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, everybody in there was just like, they're like, you need to do this. I'm like, oh, usually I'll tell everybody, you know, but I'm like, you know what it, dude, it broke both plates and she wasn't even driving it hard. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll weld the gears to the, the, uh, housing. No, the best comment in there. I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but the best one is, is your wife should weld it. Yes. Yeah. She wouldn't even slide under it to look at it. I went to hand her the two chunks of steel that was in there and she was like, I'm not touching that. That's gross and stinks. Yeah. I was like, but you did this. I clearly, well, she's a, must be a better driver than you too. And really beats on it. Dude. What's crazy is that rear literally has 1500 miles on it. And I am not, I literally will just anywhere rolling burnouts, burnouts from a stop tight, tight parking lots from work, all that kind of stuff. She drives it one time and kills it. It's like, great. <laughs> I, I'll send you a picture when I get back out there. One of the pieces, I mean, it's like eighth inch stuff probably, or it's probably thicker. It's probably three sixteenths stuff. It, it literally shows like the ring gear and the pinion like cut almost all the way through it. It's pretty impressive. So, so you're just going to weld it up again. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't eight, eight in the corner. I just don't have the time to put it all to, you know, make the swap and weld purchase and buy the, um, 
ad- wheel adapters and all that kind of stuff to make everything fit. You know, with eight yep. weeks before race week, and I, I've got to build the trailer. I've got to, you know, put the big spring in the uh, cart. You know, get the nitrous set up better. Right now, it sprays in front of the turbo. I need it to spray in the turbo. You know, all that. Yeah. Uh, if I can make a recommendation, test your trailer um, before get as big a wheels and bearings as you can get. And uh, then you'll be good. Yep. That's my plan. That's, that's kind of the situation I'm in. I'm like, I'm going to run out of time if I keep screwing around with all this other stuff. So yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to get to work on that. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. And uh, if everybody hasn't already done it, that's watched, uh, make sure to go subscribe to their channel and watch a bunch of videos. Don't just subscribe ring the bell, watch video, watch like 10 videos tonight while you're out in the shop yourself. So, man, right. maybe if we promoted us like he does, maybe we'd actually have some more subscribers. Hey, we're Dude, it, to 2000. So we're like 35 away from 2000 subscribers. So come on people. Right. Get on it. There's seven people watching right now. And surely four of those will go over there and subscribe right now. Right exactly. now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Tim Webb on, uh, he says that that dude's almost at two, 2000 subscribers. So, yep. There we go. Well, Hey, thank you. Thanks y'all. I appreciate it. Narks. See ya. Good luck. See you guys. Hey, thanks man. I'm going to need it. <laughs> <laughs>